This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. While global car sales look like they're starting to recover from the pandemic, it could take until 2025 for the auto industry to fully recover. That's according to Alex Partners. It says the industry will sell 32 million fewer vehicles by the end of 2022 than it would have without the pandemic. The global drop in sales this year alone is the equivalent of eliminating the entire European market. Even worse, the industry has added $72 billion in debt just since March of this year. Alex Partners warns that suppliers will have to get their break-even points down to great recession levels. It also says that Europe has reached, and I quote here, a moment of truth where automakers will miss CO2 targets this year by 21%. Unless there's some political solution, Alex Partner says automakers in Europe will face fines of 10 to 14 billion euros. Jaguar Land Rover is one of those automakers that's borrowing money to get through the pandemic. But the iconic British company is not getting money from the British government, nor is it getting any money from India, which is where Tata, the company that owns JLR, is based. Instead, it's getting financial help from China. Reuters reports it secured a three-year, $705 million loan from several Chinese banks the first time it's borrowed money in China. JLR now relies heavily on the Chinese market. Sales they are used to account for 25 to 30 percent of JLR's total sales, but in the last two months, that's grown to 50 percent. In the U.S., sales of pickup trucks seems to be one of the few bright spots in the market, and General Motors is scrambling to boost production. The 41-day UAW strike last fall left GM with low levels of inventory, and then the pandemic shutdowns lowered them even more. Right now, there are only 38-day supply of the Chevrolet Silverado pickup and only 29 days for the GMC Sierra. Compare that to Ford, which has 72 days of the F-Series, while Ram has 71. At the beginning of the year, the total amount of inventory for all automakers was 3.5 million vehicles. Right now, it's about 2.5 million. That is a lot of vehicles, but dealers need more than that, or it's going to hurt the sales recovery. And a clarification here. Yesterday, I reported that ICEs outsell EVs by a million to one in the U.S., Several of you caught that mistake. What I should have said is that ICEs outsell EVs by a million vehicles every month. You know, a lot of enthusiasts cannot wait to see the all-new Ford Bronco, but they're going to have to wait another month. Ford is going to unveil it in July. The Bronco, which was originally produced from 1966 to 1996, will hit the market next year and is going to be built at the company's Michigan assembly plant in Wayne, Michigan. Ford is also going to debut the all-new F-150 later this month in an online event. And speaking of Ford, the Detroit Free Press reports that most of its white-collar employees will not return to the office until September. The original plan was to have salaried employees return in July, but Ford still needs to work on revising workplaces against spreading COVID-19. And it's a similar situation for GM and FCA, who are not in a rush to bring salaried employees back and will let those who can work from home continue to do so.
Autonomous vehicles are not going to eliminate all traffic fatalities, says the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, while human error accounts for over 90% of all traffic accidents, self-driving vehicles will only be able to prevent about one-third of them. Even though AVs will not get distracted and blow through a stop sign, or get drunk, or fall asleep at the wheel, the IIHS says they're not going to be perfect. Well, that's probably true, but here's my Autoline insight. Even though they're not perfect, AVs are still going to save a lot of lives. Even using the IIHS estimate, AVs would save over 300,000 lives globally every year and would send millions of fewer people to the hospital. Speaking of accidents, a motorcyclist is 20 times more likely to die in an accident than a car driver. So Bosch developed what it calls Help Connect. It's an emergency call system for motorcycles that can cut emergency response time in half. The system takes information from Bosch's Motorcycle Stability Control Unit, which is programmed with a crash algorithm that enables the inertia sensor to detect an accident. That information is sent to a Bosch service center via a Bluetooth smartphone app, and then they contact emergency services. The system doesn't require additional hardware, so integration is pretty simple. Riders can also provide medical information when they first sign up and add other people to be contacted in the event of an accident. And Help Connect will first be available to customers in Germany. Toyota is giving the Hilux pickup a new look that it says offers greater prestige and on-road presence. The big change is a much larger grille that looks like it was copied and pasted right from the Forerunner. The truck you see here has what Toyota calls its Invincible Grade, which comes with unique interior and exterior accents as well as skid plates. Under the hood is an optional new 2.8-liter diesel engine that's nearly three seconds faster from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour than the current 2.4-liter engine. That new engine can be paired with a six-speed manual or automatic and all-wheel drive. To improve on-road comfort, there's new front and rear shock absorber tuning, improved leaf spring design, and new bushings. The interior hasn't changed much, but it does get a new 8-inch center display screen. Sales of the new Hilux kick off next month. And in other Toyota news, Reuters reports that the Japanese automaker is forming a fuel cell joint venture in China with Chinese companies. Specifically, it's partnering with FAW, Dongfang, Beijing Automotive, GAC, and Beijing Sino High Tech to develop fuel cell systems. Toyota is going to invest $46 million into the JV and hold a 65% stake in the company. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Most auto shows this year were canceled due to the coronavirus, but not the SEMA show in Las Vegas. It will happen in November as scheduled. But organizers are taking precautions to keep visitors safe. We spoke with Tom Catuso, the VP of events at SEMA, and he talked about the safety measures that they're taking for this year's event. There's a lot of different layers to it. Um, much like SEMA is a trade association for the automotive industry, there's a trade association for the trade show industry. And there's also really prominent 
um, stakeholders and, and thought leaders in that industry that we're connected to. So we're watching things on a global level, but we're involved in these task forces with these associations where they're, they're getting together with people in legislative, legislative positions and healthcare and that type of thing to shape what trade shows are gonna look like, not only here in the US, but also internationally. So we're part of some of these task forces. We're actually creating our own work groups with other stakeholders in Las Vegas, as well as Indianapolis for the PRI show. Um, and we're connected in this network where we're really sharing this information. So we're gonna see some of the things that are gonna transpire and we're gonna develop some best practices. Um, third week of June, end of June, we're gonna come out with our initial safety plan on what the show's gonna look like, what the expectations are gonna be. But we can't really make November decisions with June information. So we know that that's gonna be early and our plan is to update it in July and then August and then the third week of September. So the people that are attending the event or participating in the event will know exactly what to expect when they get on site. So we're really actually excited from a, a trade show nerd perspective. My, my title is vice president of events, but it really should just be trade show nerd because I spend a lot of my time in that space. And I'm really energized to figure out how people are safely moving um, exhibitors and attendees through convention halls, watching some things that are happening with other events and really being a, a thought leader and a, a trailblazer on what Las Vegas is going to look like from an event standpoint, not only in 2020, but even, even beyond that. And of course, you can watch that full interview right now on our YouTube channel. NASCAR was the first professional sporting series to get back in action, and motor racing fans will be eager to know that tomorrow night, the green flag will fly at the first IndyCar race this year. They'll be racing at the Texas Motor Speedway with practice, qualifying, and the race all taking place on one day to minimize travel and time at the track. And like NASCAR, there will not be any fans allowed at the track. You know, there's just something about that gargantuan grill on the new BMW 4 Series that just seems to make some people want to play around with Photoshop. Yesterday, we showed you these renderings that were posted by Kevin Hissel on Facebook. And now one of our viewers, Richard Piper from the United Kingdom, sent us this one, to which he added a couple of rabbit ears and two big bunny teeth. And so to wrap up today's report, all we can say is, that's all folks. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.